0: Happy Thanksgiving week. can you believe it's already Thanksgiving? I, I literally cannot believe it's almost Thanksgiving like I feel like this year just started and it's just flown by i I mean a lot has happened this year but but still it went so quick anyway um I hope you all have wonderful plans for this week. I'm so excited all my babies are coming home at this point Emma uh, will already be home and then Max gets to come home late Wednesday night. We were so excited because we didn't even think he'd be able to get to come home this year because of football. Next year he probably won't, but because he's redshirting he gets to come home. So I'm so thrilled. We're not traveling anywhere because we can't because by the time Max gets home it'll be Thanksgiving. <laughs> but I'm kind of excited just to have our little family of 5 and Scott's going to fry a turkey and we're just going to have a nice meal and maybe play some games or go see a movie. I don't know. Those are all my favorite things to do on Thanksgiving. Of course, we're going to watch the Cowboys. Why wouldn't we? Every Thanksgiving, three o'clock. God's team. Isn't that what they call us? I don't know. So we'll watch the Cowboys for sure. But anyway, I hope you're all going to have a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving. And I am super grateful this year for all of you for listening to this podcast and bringing it to life and it just makes me so happy. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm just so grateful for it. Okay. So I have a great interview for you today. The lovely Miss Brenda Winkle. I mean, isn't that the cutest name you've ever heard? Brenda Winkle. So Brenda was a school teacher forever for like 20 plus years. And But she also does all these really cool things like Reiki Healer and she does breath work and just all these amazing things. And she is really moving into that space. She actually quit her day job and she is just going for it with all the things that she loves. She's having hosting retreats um, where she's teaching people how to become Reiki Healers, which is so cool. And she's just kind of this sweet beautiful presence where she's just so calming and she's like your favorite teacher that you always had and just gives the best hugs too I love her hugs I just got to spend um almost a week with her in California and that was so fun so anyway um I've got a great interview with her where we talk about all these wonderful things and how she came about doing these things with her life. And um, she's just awesome. So go check this out. And without further ado, the lovely Miss Brenda Winkle. Okay. Well, welcome, Miss Brenda. Welcome oh, my to goodness. the Ace Your Life Show. Thank you for having me,
1: Amy. I'm so excited to be here.
0: I'm so excited you're here, and it took us a couple of times, but we got it done, and I'm so proud. I did have to figure out my calendar a little bit, but now I've got that figured out, so it's all good.
1: (laughs) I love it. It's all a journey, right?
0: It is. It is. So the first thing I always like to ask my listeners whenever I first start our podcast is what is your favorite thing that you cannot live without right now? And it can be anything. It can be a shirt. It can be a podcast. It can be a book. It can be a lip gloss. Actually, it's lip gloss.
1: I yeah. love Burt's Bees lip gloss. It oh, just yeah. feels so nice on my lips. And I like the color Smucker or something, Pucker maybe. I think pucker. it's Pucker. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of a red Pucker. It just feels so nice on my lips. And yeah, yes, so that'd well. be the one thing.
0: I am a lip junkie, so I'm going to go out and get it right now. And I will also tag it in the show notes when we figure it out exactly which color it is that you love, because I like to have my listeners able to just go get whatever we're talking about, which is super fun. Oh,
1: that is a great idea. I might have to do that on my podcast. I know. That's a great idea.
0: I know. I loved Oprah. I love Oprah. And she always had her favorite things. Remember every year she'd have her favorite things and she would have the whole show and everything. And I was like, I love hearing what people's favorite things are, whatever they are, and just having it. So I do three every episode and I just do three of whatever I'm loving that week. And I have learned so much from all the ladies I've been interviewing, just really fun, cool stuff to, you know, that we wouldn't have known about. So (laughs) And you never know anybody's going to say, like you did lip gloss and then some people do breakfast and some people say coffee and you know, you just never know. So it's super fun. You should try it. (laughs) Steal it anytime. I don't care. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I think I might. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So what I want to talk about is first of all, I am just loving your story about how you've gotten to where you are right now and what you've done to make that happen. So I kind of want to just get started with that and how, what your journey took, how it took you here and what you're doing right now. So can you just tell everybody a little bit about that?
1: Oh, of course. So, you know, I am in my late forties and I think that's relevant because there's something that happened for me after turning 40 where I felt more authentic than I'd ever felt at any other stage in my life. Mm -hmm. And I loved turning 40. I loved turning 45 and I'm excited to turn 50 um, because I feel like, you know, the, the more I rack up the years, the more I become me. Yep. And, and so all of that plays into my story. So I was the original people pleaser. And you know, when, when I say, people pleaser. I mean, I was standing at the back of a church, getting ready to walk down the aisle and had the thought, I don't think this is right. And decided to walk down the aisle anyway, Mm. because I was worried about what all the people who had come to the wedding would think. Oh, and So people pleasers have a special place in my heart because I, I understand that struggle really intimately. And that marriage ended up, even though it was filled with love, it ended up to be very abusive. And I left it with two suitcases, $400 and a five-year-old daughter in 2007. And we moved into a domestic violence shelter where we lived for a little bit. And, um, while we recovered and it was so great to be there because I had access to the counseling that I needed. We had daily counseling, we had weekly group counseling, and that went on for quite some time until I sort of graduated until I could do weekly counseling instead of daily. Um, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. cause things were moving so fast in my world. Yeah. And eventually we moved in with my parents and they had just moved to the town I was living in, which at the time was Boise, Idaho. Mm -hmm. And um, we lived with them for a few months. And then I was 35 at the time. Mm -hmm. And I was craving my independence as an adult and decided I was going to move out of my parents' house, even though I still had the same two suitcases and a couple of boxes that my mom had given me and a couple of boxes that a friend had given me. And I rented this house and just took the leap. And at the time I was a Mary Kay sales director Mm -hmm. and my Mary Kay sisterhood from all over the treasure Valley in Idaho furnished our house in one day. Wow. They brought in furniture, lawnmower washers and dryers toys for my daughter clothes for both of us, dishes, cups, pots and pans. I mean, they furnished our house. We wanted for nothing.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
1: It was just stunning. And I decided at that moment even though I knew I was in no condition to help anybody, I decided in that moment that I was going to make it my mission to empower other people and to help women. Mm -hmm. And so I did the healing that I needed to do, which took quite some time, honestly. And then in about 2009, 2010, I discovered yoga. Mm -hmm. And that led me down this beautiful path of, of embodiment and being able to kind of reclaim my own personal power. And it was in a yoga class that I met a woman who was a Reiki master and she offered me a session. She said, come try it. I'll treat you to a session. And I was I always like, wanted what? To try that. Oh, we should, we should do that next time we're in the same space. We should do. Oh that.
0: yes, please. Oh <laughs> yeah. Maybe in November.
1: Yeah. Maybe in November. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, So she treated me to a session and I was like, oh, I need more of this in my life. So I signed up for her Reiki one certification and then I signed up for her Reiki two certification. And then I went through the Reiki master program, which was a six month program with 100 hours of practicum. And I loved it. And then I got introduced to Theta Healing which is a meditation technique developed by Vianna Steeble in 1995. And I was like, okay, I must have more of this. And so I became an advanced Reiki, or excuse me, I, I was a Reiki master by that time. I became an advanced Theta healing practitioner and opened my business in 2015 and have really been living into my mission, which is to empower other women through healing and coaching both one-on-one and in groups. And so whether or not somebody's story is, is like mine, I feel like there's so much space for us to claim our own power. Mm -hmm. And I, as an empowerment coach, I can't give someone power, but I can give them the tools to find their own. And so that's what I, that's what I do.
0: Beautiful. Beautiful. It's so beautiful. And I think, you know, my whole podcast is about empowering women to feel good every day. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, so many of my friends and I just turned 50 this year and it's like, you, you get, you have these little kids and you raise them and then they go away. And then you're like, Hmm, now what do I do? I mean, I've spent all my energy and all my time and all my life really pouring into these kids and this family and, and whatever. And it's just so nice to know and to hear from everyone I've spoken to throughout this year of doing this podcast. It's amazing to hear. We all have the same story. I mean, it's all just about really just trying to find what makes you feel good and really focusing on that every day, even if it's just little bits. And then, I mean, the Reiki, I I am dying to try that. So I mean, Maybe you can tell us a little bit about that. I know. Are you still doing that? Yes, obviously. Yeah,
1: yeah, I am. In fact,
0: <clears throat> excuse me, I'm
1: hosting a Reiki One retreat on the Oregon coast in oh, November, God. in mid November. And so, Reiki is a form of Japanese energy healing. Mm-hmm. And Reiki energy is the universal energy that we all have. And Reiki, in particular, promotes the body's natural rela- relaxation response which allows your body to heal itself. And so Reiki one really deals with the physical healing, healing on the physical body, the physical level, then we can share Reiki with our animals, we can use Reiki in our spaces, like our workspaces, our homes, Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: Reiki on ourselves in self healing. And then so there are other certifications, of course, the Reiki two focuses on the mental healing, this and the emotional healing. And then the Reiki master program really focuses on that spiritual healing and connection to source. But the Oregon coast retreat is designed to have a really immersive experience in Reiki and then end with that Reiki one attunement. And so I have found my life so much richer since bringing in Reiki because you know, there, there are some guiding principles to Reiki that just help us think about how do we want to show up in our lives? How do we want to feel today? What do we want to think about today? And it's really that present moment awareness, because if we start thinking about how do I want to feel tomorrow or next week or next month, or even next year, it sometimes feels too big. Mm -hmm. If we just feel away today, it feels like, okay, I can manage this for today.
0: Yes. Yes. I love, gosh, this is all exactly what my girls love to hear. Okay. Let me ask you another question. If you have physical pain. So like right now, my husband has a terrible back injury and he's just going back and forth to all these chiropractors and things is Reiki something that can help with that. Or is it more, you know, a spiritual thing?
1: It's both. And it's a physical thing. It's both. And yeah. And so is theta healing, by the way, both, both are both. And I will say that neither of these healing modalities and energy, energy healing in general is not designed to be used as a replacement to your traditional medical care or your mental health care. That said, it's a beautiful complement. Okay. And, um, I've had tremendous results both in my own body and then for my clients, Uh, Because our bodies are talking to us. And so, you know, if we have an acute injury, like for you mentioned, your husband had had an injury, Mm -hmm. then there's some healing that can take place. And there's, there's things that we can say, as far as affirmations that help promote that healing. Mm -hmm. And then when we change how the energy is showing up in the body, we can also promote that healing in the body.
0: Yeah, because it's usually, we were just talking about this today. It's dis ease. It's when your body is not at ease, when you're stressed, or when you have all these things that you're constantly spending, putting your focus on that are negative or anxious or whatever. I feel like that is when people get sick or have Mm -hmm. injuries or accidents. I mean, I think I told you yesterday, I was rushing around from one thing to the next. And then all of a sudden, someone pulled out in front of me. And I slammed on my brakes and there was almost an accident. And I thought, okay, what, what just happened? How do I need to slow down and just take some time and just not put myself in those kind of situations where I'm just rushing and stressed and, you know, all that. So I think this would be a beautiful compliment to anyone's life, you know, Mm -hmm. ever. So that is, that's just wonderful. So, oh, gosh, I love, I love all of this. So tell me what you're working on right now. Like what you've got some things coming up. I know, I think you have something in September. You said a really fun retreat. Yeah. I actually
1: rescheduled that because my own daughter is moving out on October 3rd. And so I was going to have the retreat as we are recording this right now. I was going to be on the Oregon coast. And then I realized, and so I thought, you know, that doesn't feel aligned for me to be out of town in her last month or last week of of living at home. And so I moved it to November so that I could really embrace being a mom right now. And so I rescheduled it. And then I thought, why am I not teaching Reiki? And so I included The Reiki attunement into that retreat.
0: Oh, that's so good. You know, one of the times that you and I were supposed to have an interview, it was because my daughter came in town. Same thing. I think it's just so important to just every day you wake up and you say, okay, what is important to me today? How do I want to feel today? Claim it. Mm -hmm. And then you, everything is figure outable. Like just because you think, oh, I scheduled this retreat and now I can't spend time with her, but you didn't. You said, nope, I'm going to rearrange some things. Maybe the timing will be even better. And now you get to spend time with her, which is just beautiful. I love that.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Uh, It's so true. We, it's, it's always both. And if mm -hmm. we're willing to think outside of the box and let go of what we, what we think things should look like,
0: Mm -hmm. it creates that space for what would actually feel good. Yes. Yes. And you mentioned something yesterday in one of our um, things about energy work that you do and, um, boundaries. Mm -hmm. And I would love for you to talk about that a little bit, because I think a lot of us suffer from lack of boundaries. And maybe you can talk to my audience about, you know, what you do to help women with that or help people with that. And, um, just elaborate on that a little bit, because you mentioned it yesterday, that it's something that you're really specializing in right now. I'd love to hear that.
1: Oh my gosh. I love talking about this because I deal with people pleasers and empaths or highly sensitive people. That oh, really I'm both of those fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> and we're so talking that... to the right person here. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. You know, I think that the thing that comes up for us if we're people pleasers or highly sensitive people or empaths is that we take on energy of other people and we take on their emotions, which makes it physically painful for us. To disappoint them. And so a big part of what I do is teaching people to protect their own energy. And by doing so, then you can still have an awareness of how somebody feels, but you won't have to actually feel it. Mm -hmm. And the difference is that when you can separate your own emotions from somebody else's emotions, you're able to make decisions. Mm -hmm. from a whole new place that feels so much more clear and more aligned because as crazy as it sounds, if you have somebody else's emotional pain in your body, when you're trying to make a decision, no matter how much you try to make that decision from a place of alignment for you, you probably are still being influenced by their feelings. Mm -hmm. So one of the really simple ways that you can, you can do this is by zipping up your energy. And so I teach it like you're zipping up a parka. So you start at your pubic bone and you just make a zipping motion up, 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 up over the top of your head and back over the back of your head and do that three times. So you're just zipping, zipping, zipping. And then the third time zipping, 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 you're just zipping up. And because the world operates on intent, your intent is to protect your energy And so it's really, it feels so amazing when you are in a space where you've been taking on emotions from other people. Like when you walk in the door and your partner is mad and you instantly feel anger and you're like, what is this?
0: I wasn't feeling that way before. Yeah, I know. Yes. 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 So Uh if you can
1: learn to zip up, then you can be like,
0: oh, that's you. Yeah, that you're the one that's mad. I'm not mad. It has nothing to do with me. I say that to my kids all the time if they, you know, blow up or they angry or they're angry or they, you know, are bugging I, I'll just say, "You know what? I'm not available for that right now." I'm just not available for that. You're just going to have to figure that out yourself. And now I'm going to start doing the zip <laughs> all the way over my head. I think that is brilliant because it's so true. Like, especially when you're in a family and you have children and there's just so many different emotions and so many different energies coming in at all the time in and out of the house. And it's so great to know that that's something really important that you need to protect.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: that's not being selfish. That's just being healthy. Yeah, exactly. And
1: sometimes we almost feel like we need someone to give us permission because, you know, there's two schools of thought about how we become empaths or highly sensitive people. One school of thought says that we're born with it, that some people just have this innate sense of knowing. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: then there's a new body of researching, excuse me, a new body of research that's emerging that says that people who grew up in chaotic or stressful homes Mm -hmm. developed their ability to be highly sensitive or empathic as a coping mechanism. Because they needed to walk in and read the room. And so, so many of us are searching and we're reading the room all the time. And it puts us in a state of hypervigilance. And then it's really tough to think clearly when you're worried about what everyone else is thinking and feeling and and doing. And so a big part of what I teach is how to separate yourself out from that and then how to reclaim what it is that you want.
0: Oh. This is brilliant. This is so brilliant. This conversation is fire and just take one second and hear from our sponsors. Oh, that's right, it's me, yay. Do you get so excited when a new podcast comes out because you know after you listen to it, your whole day is gonna be better? And did you know that that comes out twice a week, which is actually quite a lot for a podcast, but it's only twice a week. What if you could have me in your pocket every single day of the week? helping you, guiding you, telling you funny stories, and just helping you to ace your life. Well, this is something that I am doing, and it's for very special people in my community. And if you are interested in finding out more information about it, it's going to be a container of ladies who want to work with me one-on-one. And I've put a link below that you can click on just to do a quick little call and see if it's something that would work for you. And I would love to talk to you about it. So go check it out. And if you are interested in having me in your pocket all day long, let me know. And I would think that it would just take so much energy to, from you, it would zap so much of your precious energy that you only have so much every day because you're walking in, you're scanning a room, you're saying, okay, well, this one's going to expect this out of me. This one's going to expect this out of me. I did hear something about people pleasing, which blew my mind that really a people pleaser is a little bit of a manipulator because you are trying to get people to like a version of you. That's not even really you. Mm
1: -hmm. It's just
0: what you think they will expect out of you, Mm -hmm. but how do you even know that there it's impossible to know what people will expect out of you until they tell you, I guess, but. Right. And I always say,
1: I always say, well, yeah, and I I want to definitely come back to that, but how people think about you and what they think and what they expect is not your side of the street is what I tell my clients. Your side of the street is how you are feeling, what feels aligned to you. Where is your joy? What feels really good and juicy to you right now? And if it feels bad, then this is your permission slip to stop doing that thing and their response and their expectations.
0: Mm -hmm. are
1: not your side of the street. They get to have their, their response and their feelings about it, but you don't have to, to own that. And so, yes, back to your question about people pleasers lacking a certain level of integrity. Absolutely. That's true. And when you're in the people pleasing It's really, really hard to remember that because Mm -hmm. you think you're doing people a favor by never actually saying no. You think you're doing people a favor when they invite you to this thing and you're like, oh, maybe because you are worried that the no is going to hurt their feelings. Mm
0: -hmm. But what
1: actually happens is people learn that they can't trust you Mm -hmm. because you're not telling the truth. And that is a really painful thing for the people in your life. If you are a people pleaser. To think, I don't know when you're being genuine and you want to spend time with me. And when you're just saying yes, because you're people pleasing me. This is so
0: good. This is so good. You know, (laughs) I had a friend tell me this the other day. Well, this was a couple of years ago when I was in my height of my people pleasing, or I've been doing it for 50 years, but the last three years I've gotten a lot better. I have gotten a lot better. But one of my friends said to another friend, what do you think about this shirt or something that I'm wearing? And I was like, "Oh, it's so cute." And she goes, "Well, why well, never ask you because you would always tell me it looks good. You never tell me the truth." Oh. I was like, "Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. That that hurts." Yeah, that's like a punch to the gut. <laughs> it is, but it's also true. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> I you know what? I would I always just am like building people up. I'm the biggest cheerleader. Well, that can be to a fault sometimes when people don't trust your judgment and they think you're always just trying to make them feel good and please Mm -hmm. them. You're right. Mm -hmm. So it is such a good thing to learn how to do that and not, not just please everyone all the time. You can't, it's impossible. Mm -hmm. It's never going to happen. It is impossible. And so one of the things that people ask first
1: usually is how do I say no? Yeah. And then their second question is how do I set a boundary and what even is a boundary? <laughs> I don't <laughs> like, even know yeah. what that looks like. Okay. So yeah. answer
0: those questions, please. So, I would love to hear that.
1: I think the most effective way to say no is to do so with joy and without explanation. Okay. So, an and example- so an example would be, <laughs> um, well, let me, let me tell you what the, the explanation might do. If okay. you offer an explanation, when you say no. Uh It gives people an over an objection to overcome. Oh, so if you say, I'm not able to come to that event because I can't find a babysitter that night, then they they might start to problem solve your objection. Mm. Oh, I'll get you a
0: babysitter. Yeah, exactly. Or Mm -hmm. my sister
1: can take your kids and then you're left going to something you don't really want to go to. So the explanation gives people an, an objection to overcome. So oh. the cleaner you can make it, the better. Mm-hmm. And then say it with joy. Oh, I'm not going to be able to make it that night, but thank you so much for thinking of me.
0: That's it. Yeah. That's just so easy. So easy. No, it's not. It's well, let's say it's simple. It's simple. It's yes. not <laughs> easy. It's uncomfortable, but it's simple. Yes. Yes. But it's actually
1: surprisingly uncomfortable. It's it's not as uncomfortable as you think. It's way more uncomfortable to be stuck in that. Like you're riding two sides of a fence. Like, okay, how do I say no? How do I say no? I don't want to go. Yeah. That's uncomfortable. But when you give a clean no, it's just like most people will be like, oh, okay. I'll
0: ask you again another time. Because most people really are more worried about themselves than they are about you anyway. It's not, they're not really that worried or that concerned with what you're going to do with your life. Exactly. And they're much more worried about what, how's this going to affect me? Mm-hmm. What am I doing with my life? I've figured that out the hard way too, but mm-hmm. that is just, okay. So it just, and it gets easier with practice, I assume.
1: Yeah. It gets easier with practice. Okay. The first time is going to make you want to throw up maybe, but yeah. you know mm-hmm. what? You're going to be so free after doing that. And then it goes back to what we were saying about your friends will begin to know, or whoever it is that's asking you, they'll begin to know that when you're there, it's because you want to be there.
0: Yes. And it's authentic.
1: It's authentic. It's It's really clean.
0: Just, yeah, it's clean. This is my new favorite statement in the world. Just the clean communication, clean energy, clean everything. I love that. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Okay. And so, and then also you said something about boundaries. Mm -hmm. Tell us about boundaries. You said, what is a boundary? People ask you that. So let's dive into that a little bit.
1: Okay. So um, I'm going to recommend that everybody in the world read boundary boss by Terry Cole (sighs) because Terry Cole, she (laughs) just describes it so eloquently and so Mm -hmm. easily. And, and so I really recommend that book. But a boundary is simply like if you're thinking about property. Let's take it out of the emotional interactions between relationships. Let's Mm -hmm. think about property. A boundary is showing you where one person's property stops and starts, Mm -hmm. right? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So a boundary is the same thing. It's showing you where you start and I start. Where do you end? Where do I begin? Mm
0: -hmm. But that's
1: the boundary, so that the more authentic you become in your boundary setting, the more people actually know you. Mm. And Terry Cole taught a four part boundary statement, which I've adapted a little bit. And it's just really four simple parts. I noticed that I felt I'd like to make a request. Can we agree? So I noticed that you were late coming home today. For dinner, I felt frustrated because I worked to do this, to go to this event with you on time, and then we were late. Mm -hmm. I have a request. Could you please communicate with me if you think you're going to be late so that I can choose if I want to meet you there or wait for for you there? Mm
0: -hmm. Can
1: we agree moving forward that you'll let me know?
0: Oh, this is so much better than the bullshit silent treatment and then like ignoring the person because you're mad. Right and then there's a whole night of anger and resentment and, and bad energy <laughs> and like probably drinking too much at the event <laughs> because you're so angry you're doing shots at the park. whatever I don't know I mean it can turn right? to this ugly beast yes and instead you just use those four four statements mm-hmm. get it out in the open and then yeah. everybody knows where they went wrong and what they could do better right I love that. There's Okay, such
1: freedom and just speaking our truth and it we make it so much bigger in our minds than it really is but when you just break it down into those pieces you say what you saw how you feel what you want and then suggest an agreement you know most people really respond to that mm-hmm. and the ones that don't respond to that there's so much juicy information in that non response are oh, they yeah. are they not responding to you because you've taught them for so long That this is how you are, and maybe just need more time to adapt. That Mm -hmm. could be, Mm -hmm. or are they just really not on your
0: side? Yeah, and then then you know where you stand with that. Exactly, that's more clean and clear. Uh, Yeah, again with the clean and clear, Mm -hmm. the whole relationship just shifts. Oh gosh, that is just brilliant. So, boundary boss, I'm going to tag that in the show notes because I think I think it is a brilliant. I got about halfway through it. And then my problem is I get about 42 books that I'm reading at one time. (laughs) And then I'll read a chapter. And then it'll be like, or in my bath time, because I take a bath every night and I lay in and I light my candles and I listen to my podcasts or whatever book I'm of the flavor of the day, you know. So I'm gonna pick that one back up because this is this is really juicy and really simple. If we could just make it more simple. Mm -hmm. I can just make it more simple. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's for all of us, right? Especially if we identify as people pleasers, setting a boundary has always felt like something other people do. And sometimes we're scared that if we set a boundary, we're going to be keeping everybody out. But the Mm -hmm. truth is that when we set boundaries, we can actually have richer relationships because we're communicating authentically. Yeah.
0: And your voice. I just love your voice. I think it is just so soothing. I'm sure your clients just eat it up because you just have this beautiful, calming, like, oh, it's just so easy. Just say these four things. (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to record that (laughs) so that I can remember that because, oh, it's just wonderful. I love it. I love it. Okay. So what else do you have coming up? Tell me, I mean, everything like you've just been, Oh, you have your podcast.
1: Yeah. I have a podcast a called waves yeah. of joy and yeah. it's designed to normalize finding joy in the ups and downs of daily life. And yeah. it's really fun. Got some fun episodes coming up and some fun episodes that we've just released. So mm-hmm. Jenny Goldfarb of unreal deli was on the podcast Sunday, the twenties, what would it be? The twenty. 5th, I think of September Uh and Pam Grout is going to be on the podcast in October. Oh, I love Pam Grout, E-squared. Yes. Yes. Oh, wow.
0: She's awesome.
1: She is awesome. Can't wait for that. So there's, there's some fun things that are happening in the podcast. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that is worth talking about is I have a really fun free guide. It's like a cheat sheet and a worksheet on five ways to feel better fast. Oh. And so it's designed that so that you can print it, or if you're a digital person, you can edit it all right on your device so that it's really fast. And then you can have your own personalized list of what makes you feel better fast. And so I just named it not originally feel better fast. And so it's (laughs) at brendawinkle.com forward slash feel better fast, all one word, all lowercase.
0: Oh, that's so great. And I think it's so good to have these in your toolbox because. Some days you wake up and it's pretty outside and everything's going great. But the days that you really need those things are the days that you don't want to use them. Like it's right. definitely the time when you're like, oh, I don't need that. I'm already in a bad mood. I'm just going to ride this out. But right. Or you get so activated. You can't even remember what you like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Exactly. You're just in such a tizzy. So it's so great. If you just had it on your phone, you'd be like, okay, look, boop, boop. boop. Let me go through those five things and instantly check. Cause everything can be changed in a moment. It's true. all the time, all the time. It's just amazing to me. And I went through so many years of my life, not knowing that, just thinking, oh, well today was, you know, nothing went well. It's just going to get worse. I'll just ride it out till I go to bed tonight and hope it gets better tomorrow. Well, that's, that's not being very proactive.
1: No. And you know, I, that resonates with me. I did that for years too. Not knowing there was another way.
0: Right. Exactly. But that's why we're all here. Just to spread all this great information, to all these wonderful, beautiful souls. So we can all feel good all the time. And it can be a movement.
1: Yes. What's your favorite way to, to feel
0: good fast? Oh, I go walk outside. I stretch. I put on great music.
1: Mm-hmm. and
0: maybe even get in the car, roll the windows down and just blow it out and just play the loudest Beyonce <laughs> think of. and that dance. Sounds Amazing. Yes. I love to dance. I'll have a dance party in my kitchen about 20 times a day. My kids do it now. It's great. I mean, and two of them are in college like but they, they, they love to dance. We all love to dance. It's great. So what's yours? Oh, dancing it out for sure. Yeah.
1: Is my favorite. Mm-hmm. My favorite Lizzo is oh easy access on my playlist because, oh my gosh.
0: Now that so girl's good. got some boundaries. I mean, everything <laughs> she does is just like goals, like everything about her. She is so authentic. She does not give a shit what anybody thinks. She plays the flute. I mean, why? I play the flute too. So that kind of, I have a little special place in my heart for her for that but I I was a
1: band nerd. I mean, I was the band nerd. Holy (laughs) cow. So I love that she plays the flute. I played the clarinet and the saxophone.
0: Oh my God. I just did the flute because my mom had it and I was like, okay, I guess I'll play it too. (laughs) And then, you know, it didn't last long. I think it was just a few years and then I found other hobbies, but yeah, she's, she just, She nails it all right on the head. And I think that's why she's so successful because she doesn't really care what you have to think. She knows what she's about. She knows what her boundaries are. She knows what's important to her. Mm -hmm. She wants to get her message out. She has a beautiful voice. Mm -hmm. And it's the resonance. Yeah. Everyone is just so um, polarized by it, you know, because it's just such a great message. All of her messages are just wonderful. I love her. Me too. Anyway, well, this was so great. Will you please just tell everyone where we can find you and all your wonderful stuff that you have coming up? Tell everyone that, please.
1: Okay. Well, the hub of everything is brendawinkle.com. There you can find a link to the podcast and whatever promotion I'm working on at the time. I am highly intuitive and so that shifts from time to time, whatever (laughs) promotion (laughs) I'm working on. But the Oregon coast retreat, the Oregon coast Reiki one retreat is coming up in November and I have spots for 14 women. And so that, that might fill up by the time this podcast airs. I don't know, but you can certainly check that out. And um, I teach a course called yes. Academy designed to help. Women say yes to themselves. That's going to be launching in January, oh, wow. and just so we can start the new year off all saying yes to the things we really want to say yes to. Yeah. And awesome. um, I'm over on Instagram at Brenda Winkle, and I just started on TikTok, so I have like oh, maybe Lord. 40 people there. So come on, join me over TikTok.
0: Good it's a little for lonely you, over <laughs> Brenda. I cannot. I look. I yeah. I just. I just need to. I just need to. Try. <laughs> Just try.
1: Come join me. You can, yeah. we can, we can be one of each other's followers and then I'd have like okay. 41. you have
0: 41 <laughs> and I'll have one. That'll be great. <laughs> awesome. Well, it was so great talking to you. I'm going to put all that in the show notes and links to everything. So if anybody wants to join your retreat in November, this should come out in the beginning of November. So that would be perfect. Oh,
1: perfect. And, and I'll get to see you a week I, later.
0: I'm so excited about that. So yeah, we're going to have a great time at that retreat. It's so. be awesome. So so anyway, go have a beautiful day. Thank you so much for all this good, all this good wisdom that you just gave us. Thank you
1: for having me. It's such a pleasure to talk to you.
0: I know you too. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much. If you are still here for sticking around, I think we might be new best friends and Also, I know how important and precious your time is, so I can't tell you how much it means to me that you spend it with me. So thank you for that. If you could do me a huge favor and subscribe to the podcast so that you'll never miss an episode. Also, I would love to hear your thoughts. So if you could leave a review, that would mean the world to me and tell me what you'd liked, what you didn't like, what you'd like to hear more of. And that would just help me so much in the future. So thank you so much for that. Please follow me at Amy Elkman on Instagram and Facebook. And that is spelled A I M E E E L K M A N. And if you really liked what you heard today and you want to hear more, please join my free Facebook group. It's called the Ace Your Life Facebook group, and it's at Amy Elkman on Facebook. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. I can't wait to talk to you next time. Thanks. Love y'all. This is Amy Elkman, the host of the Ace Your Life Show. And I have a question for you. How do you feel about the home that you're living in right now? Is it too big? Is it too small? Did your kids just go off to college and you're ready to downsize? Or did you just have your first baby and you're busting out of an apartment and you need more space? Do you wish you had a beautiful kitchen that you could entertain in? that has a giant island with Carrera marble, and it's all white and bright with beautiful light streaming in all the time that makes you actually want to cook. Well, if you want any of these things, I got you. See, I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm a realtor, and my husband is a remodeler, and he's fabulous, and he has three crews that can help you really make any dream come true that you want so if you want a pool and you don't like your little tiny backyard i got you if you want a new kitchen to entertain in i got you if you want a gorgeous owner suite bathroom with carrera marble everywhere that you can have your sexy bath time every night with candles and beautiful music piped in through the speakers i got you I can help you with all of that. We're kind of like Chip and JoJo's older siblings, but we're cooler and maybe married. I don't know. Is that weird? But anyway, so if you want to move, if you want to fix up the house you're in, if you want to sell the house you're in, just give me a call and I can help you make all your dreams come true. That is our passion. And if you're in the Dallas area, we can totally help you. So give me a call.